Hello, it is Andrew Davey. I have taken over the waffle for this week. Um, I've got rid of the other two. Let's get started. <laughs> Andrew, thank you so much uh, for joining us. We are actually coming to you live from the National Stadium at Windsor Park, joined by a man whose prestige in the Irish League is, is massive. However, like us, what he says and thinks is not very well respected. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. <laughs> but no, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on the show, or for having us, because we're here. It's lovely being here. Um, it's caused a bit of a stir that uh, you're you're literally our first guest, like ever. I should be privileged. I am. I am privileged. I am very privileged. The know. first, the first waffle guest. <laughs> the first. It yeah. can only get better. Well, I don't know for your career, but. If you listen to most Irish League supporters, I am well done. So it's okay. <laughs> we have a few questions. We have a lot of questions. People are interested. How, I suppose, for yourself, did you ever get into refereeing? <laughs> um, my mate was taking a course and uh, I decided just to jump on it and have another qualification. Um, what were you doing then? I was playing for Bransburn. Okay. Back in the day, in uh, amateur league and, and down area league, um, playing on a Saturday, getting injured most weeks, and trying to make it through the next week or hobble to try and get to the following week. Um, but no, I, I, I played basically yeah. not very well, but I did play. Um, I took the course with a mate who was doing it, and all of a sudden I started refereeing kids' games to start off with, and then I decided you know something, it's actually not too bad. Don't mind it. Um, well, I wouldn't say I don't mind it, but it, was, it wasn't it was as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, and then I went into adult football, and then it's been a sort of fast track from there, shall we say. So how many years ago was that? I've been refereeing now 15 years. Really? 15. Um, Class. I'd done a year and a half at junior, which is down our league. I'd done a year in intermediate football, sort of top end of the amateur league. And then I'd done three years at the... Three and a bit years in Championship two mm-hmm. one and then promoted into there from then so Class. it's been a bit of a, a whirlwind, um <laughs> but I'm here now in the National Football Stadium <laughs> talking to the waffle so it's been it's, so far it's yeah, been a good it's on the way up it's on the way up well yeah it's reached the peak <laughs> it's reached the top now how much has the Irish League changed Andrew since you began reffing in it the Irish League the majority of the change I would say has actually been in the last two or three years okay um. In the football that's played, mm. and not being any disrespectful to the Irish League, but football is now being played <laughs> in most yeah. teams. Yeah, uh, most teams are trying to play football, and it has turned from the whole hoofball up the top to actually passing about the back um, and trying to play football. So in the last two or three years, first years it was only me coming in trying to get settled as a referee. But see, the last three years and two years uh, since the full time teams and stuff have come yeah. in, there has actually been a change in style, and it is it's actually fast. more. It's more football. Yeah, it change. What is so on a Saturday? Yeah. What? How does that look for you? Um. Well, we'll talk pre-COVID because at the moment COVID yep. is ruined. Right. It's, uh, it's <laughs> ruined. Um. A Saturday. So Saturdays beforehand. Um. I would have met for a coffee with the team. So whoever was with me on the Saturday, I would have went. Uh, quite sad. I would have probably went the same places depending on the ground I was going to. Mm-hmm. Would have went for a coffee beforehand. Um. And then went from there to the ground. We all would have went together in a car, banter, fun, yeah, yeah. which is now gone with COVID. We all have to travel individual. Mm-hmm. So, and then to the ground an hour and a half before, um, and then take it from there on, on the match, if you know what I mean. But we, I miss, that's one part I do miss, is the uh, social side of it. Mm-hmm. Then and, else. and are you allowed to share a change room with them? 
Um, you are at well, it's up to the club to where we get changed, but okay. sometimes it is a boardroom, sometimes it is a changing room, okay. sometimes it is a hallway at the top of the stairs, um, <laughs> cordoned off from everybody else. But um, depending on the size of the ground and stuff, things are getting a wee bit better now with mm-hmm. the changes in the yeah. rules and stuff. Yeah. But previously, it was just wherever it was big enough to hold us, um, which wasn't too good. So you have a, <clears throat> you were saying there about meeting up as a team. Do you have a dream team then, like people doing football, or do you just like to be with anyone have banter? And um, I don't really care. Um, yeah. I am very laid back and relaxed. I'm probably if you watch refereeing as well, probably too laid back and relaxed. <laughs> um, so it doesn't really bother me who's there. But listen, now they have the ones we normally work with who I'm fine with. But there's there's other ones. So you see your warm up, <clears throat> because I I'm dancing. It is kind of like a dance. Yeah. Um, whenever I was texting you about today, I think you did the cruise ports game. Yes. And I was trying to get, you were like waving your arms about a wee bit. I was trying to get a video just for Yeah, I don't really, that's not really my thing, running <laughs> in, in full stop, never yeah. mind warm-ups. Um, but we obviously are meant to do a specific warm-up and we do things. Okay. But um, it's quite sad that, yes, I'm very relaxed and stuff, but that gets you in a frame of mind with, the ones you're working with, trying to synchronize and trying to be sort of together as a team. And if I think there was one assistant who was with me who wasn't very good that day, was that there's one assistant who can't really keep up and can't really in the warm up or in, in the warm up. Oh, it's right. not that he can't keep up. His coordination is shot. Oh right. Okay. And everyone who other referees will know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to do names, but his coordination is woeful <laughs> and it's always fun if we're trying to do it and he's way behind and trying to think but no warm-ups we have to do a warm-up we're meant to go out and do 15 minutes yeah. warm-up and make sure we're all right so we don't get injured and, and uh, but i like to make it interesting oh yeah no, for sure i've been, I've been <laughs> anytime you want to join in if you want to come would, on i would love, just, I would love that <laughs> just jump just jump over five seconds <laughs> just jump on it's all right do you like then is that how you kind of pick up the atmosphere from or do you like that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because you go to certain grounds as well um and my warm-up the way i do the warm-up i'll always sort of finish on one side do stretches and stuff and sometimes you're at a side where there's (laughs) a few supporters shall we say yeah and you always get um some good conversations it's like one time i was at crusaders and i remember going over and this old man was waving me over and i went over to him he goes all right son where are you from it's like what? Where are you from? I said, Banger. And he goes, Oh, are you not one of these foreign referees we get sometimes? <laughs> and I went, No. And he went, Ah, all right. And walked off. <laughs> but yeah, that's where you get, and it's better now. See, with the crowds being in yeah. and with fans being in and different things, it, it, it's, it's so much more interesting, is probably yeah. the word to say. Okay. No, interesting yeah some of the things that are said and some of the things that are directed but yeah no it makes it all for a, a good game is there anywhere in particular you you dread doing that warm up or not really or no, not, or no do you like do you like absorb I wouldn't really say listen I'm all for banter and I'm all for a bit of fun sometimes hence some, why you're with us <laughs> sometimes it can be a wee bit too much and some things are said yes or too much but listen I'm all for a banter and I have no problem having a conversation with somebody in the crowd that wants to have a conversation so no problem it's, yeah. it's no likes of Dungannon it's good right on top of you yeah. um, more on point right mm-hmm. on top of you um, so some of those grounds are actually probably better than the likes of not saying the Oval's bad but if you get a good crowd in the Oval yeah. it's super but sometimes when the, the closer the closer they are the, the uh, more fun you have <laughs> it's probably the best way is I don't know like what what have you is there anything you've heard and you've been like actually that's a great great comment 
like like even even just like a bit of banter you've got that you've been like I'm gonna I'm gonna give that back like in the WhatsApp group later or um there's no need to do it's hard to get uh, an original one they just always oh, say right, the okay. same things to you yeah it's like spec yeah or your or, eyes painted on yeah I get a lot I'm tanned and I get a lot about big fake tan and being <laughs> on some beds and everyone all the time so. The other game, Crusaders in Cliffville, or somebody shouted at me, yeah. oh, you're so bad or something. If you're nothing original, <laughs> turn around and shout at me, you're nothing original. And they just called me a wanker. <laughs> and I went, it's different, but it's not really original. Yeah, yeah. And, but you get the, all the usual ones, isn't it? Everyone thinks it's, um, they're all the first person who's ever called you uh, a certain yeah, name yeah. and the first one to shout at. I find if you stop and stir at the person, long enough, <laughs> then they sort of feel a wee bit uncomfortable after yeah. a while, and then they sort of look away. That's probably the most yeah, it's the interesting one. <laughs> is there like a rush whenever you give out a red card? No, I don't do it that often. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say a rush. There's probably more a panic. Right. Okay. In the fact, have I got this right? Mm. <laughs> Am I doing the right thing here? Was that right? Um, I wouldn't say a rush. Um, but obviously we wear heart rate monitors and things like that there, so your heart rate does go up whenever there okay. is a penalty call at times or whether there is something contentious. Um, and if you give a red card, some of them are easy and everyone knows it's a red card, which yeah. is all right, but some of them aren't as easy. They're easy for people like me who know the laws of the game or should know the laws of the yeah. game yeah, yeah, yeah. compared to the likes of you who know nothing about football. <laughs> and, and that's where it is. <laughs> so why are we even here tonight? <laughs> It's so true. Mm. Is there like a ref's WhatsApp group? Um, there is. Can a we ref's, get added in? <laughs> there is a ref. Listen, it is very, very quiet. To be fair, um, there is not much on the ref's WhatsApp group, um, but there is one. There is one <laughs> so there. Real. But yeah, you can add in. You might actually add something interesting to it. <laughs> I'd be surprised. <laughs> no, trust me, it would be interesting. <laughs> Your question. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is there ever a time when you think, based on the reaction of a crowd, maybe at a bigger game, that you've got something wrong, or do you just do you just trust in yourself that I've got it right? Most weeks, probably that feeling occurs okay. that I've got something wrong. Um, without the crowd, it's actually funny because without the crowd, you were probably more comfortable in what you were given because mm. you seen something you seen it and you, you give it because that's what you seen and it wasn't on a crowd reaction and yeah. it wasn't like because if something happens one side's going to get annoyed players are going to complain anyway aren't there's they? always going to be that but when a crowd goes as well sometimes you can have that sort of feeling that have I got this right going back actually out there before it was in, in the national stadium before it was all done up I remember giving Linfield and distillery I remember giving a penalty to Linfield, which when I give it, I thought to myself, I'm not sure that is actually a penalty, <laughs> but I give it, and Gary, I think it was Gary Thompson, Crusaders at the moment, who was actually playing, and he told me it wasn't a penalty, and Glenn Ferguson was manager of Distillery at the time. Uh -huh. He told me it wasn't a penalty at halftime. <laughs> In numerous different ways, he told me it wasn't a penalty yeah. at halftime, and to be fair, I don't think it was really a penalty. But um, that was the one I do remember where, as soon as I gave it, I sort of went, oh, I'm not 100% sure on that. <laughs> but as soon as the end of went, I must, yeah. I must continue with it. Um, what, what do you think about VAR now, actually? Obviously, it's something that <laughs> that is big, big in England, but do you think that would help or hinder? Um, it'll come. It is. Do you think so? Oh, it's, it's, it's 
there is discussions about it. Um, being in the IFA, there is talk about it. We may not have the full VAR. <laughs> don't be fan of this. No, no, I think it's like everything for us. People don't understand, and even when it comes to Europe and stuff, people don't like whenever a club gets far in Europe yeah. because their club does well. But that benefits the league when it comes to the whole coefficient. It comes to the whole thing. So, for us to move forward, mm-hmm. we must have VAR. It must be brought in. So obviously, the stadium's now set up because of the Super Cup to have VAR and to use it. Now the problem being is, it's probably only here is yeah. the best ground you could do with. So they are looking at other versions, like smaller versions of VAR, okay. that they may try and bring in to certain grounds, yeah. certain matches, semi-finals, finals, whatever, certain things. But there is a look at, it's, I think it's called VAR Lite, okay. is what they're looking at. So there is talk of some sort of VAR. Huge I'm, I'm all for it, as long as I can be <laughs> the VAR like referee, because I take up less on them. <laughs> <laughs> I can just sit back and watch the TV and say, no, I think you got that wrong, you just want to look at it. Just take your phone out in the picture. Yeah. Well, I think actually when it comes down to it, it's like an iPad almost, right, okay. with someone with oh, it. So really cool. there is talk and there will be, but it has to, it has to come in. Yeah. And I'm not very for VAR in the fact that it takes away from the referee in the season on the day and stuff yeah. but if it gets it right it gets it right but the money that's involved in football and if you look at the money that's involved even locally when it comes to football yeah. compared to the clubs mm-hmm. it is needed they do yeah. need to have that fallback on something it's like a like security it. really yeah isn't it? just to make sure that us referees get things wrong quite a lot and would that be something the clubs would have to fund or <sighs> no that is, is a that good question that's <laughs> a good question it depends it'll have to be funded from somewhere and that's that's the issue yeah. that will be somebody has to pay for it and it's just a matter of who pays for it and how much they pay for it cool. so yeah, yeah. exclusive that VAR is, is coming appreciate that. Any, any other exclusives? Um, uh, no not <laughs> it might come out later on once I realise oh, I've true. said something there, but, oh, just, <laughs> just bleep it out <laughs> oh that's class so what's <clears throat> maybe talk about you a little bit what's life like away from being a referee um, busy Obviously, I work for the association. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am married. I have. This sounds like a, <laughs> a profile. <of> them. <laughs> yeah, married with four kids. Um, yeah. we have. Uh, so yeah, life's busy. Life's yeah. very, very busy. Never mind anything else we have to do with with this. Um, I also work in the association, uh, referee recruitment and development. So, we are not like the English Premier League, who have nothing but refereeing and refereeing only to think mm-hmm. about. We all work full time, like a lot of the players do. So we have to do our training and everything else around our full-time work so yeah. do you think that's something that might change um with VAR with VAR once you get that VAR <laughs> another exclusive is I don't think that'll change in the next few while because okay. again it's a money issue mm. yeah. who's going to pay for it and who does it um so yeah as much as I would love it and I think we would love it and, yeah. and it would make more sense but it's just again it's a it's yeah. a money issue um we can't really get that at the moment so yeah, yeah that would be brilliant if it was full-time but um then people might expect more, even more than they expect at the moment of. Yeah. <laughs> that could be another issue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Since we are the worst referees in Irish League history, isn't that what they say? I don't want to tell you what we've heard. <laughs> no, no. All right, I hear it all on Saturday afternoon anyway. And then you were telling us what you were earlier, but I think it's interesting. Um, your role then, what kind of stuff do you do for the IFA um, within that? Yeah, so... What, are you, the, what are you looking for? Uh, we're looking for referees. So I can see two sitting in front of me. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> be something oh, I can't. 
So, um, yeah, we're looking for referees. Um, the younger, well, it depends. Any referee, anybody at any age, but we need referees throughout, whether it be youth football, whether it be junior leagues and immediate leagues, whether it be potential FIFA, uh, NIFL, uh, Premiership referee. We just we need referees. Mm-hmm. There's no football without us, um, and unfortunately, um, there has been a, a shortage. There's also just different numbers of different reasons why some games aren't being played at the moment. But mm-hmm. we need referees. Um, so anyone who's interested. Um, I don't know whether the phone number is, otherwise that could be a problem. <laughs> Contact the IFA reception and they will vet the calls from there. I'll tweet the number as well. Oh, sorry, no um, and why do you think that is? Why do you think people aren't attracted to refereeing? Um, people in the media. So not us. <laughs> no, no, I meant proper media. <laughs> Um, no, I don't know whether. Obviously, refereeing never gets a good name. Mm-hmm. All right, now if you look at it, it it's we're the scapegoat of everything and, and different things. Now the English Premier League, they're able to bring people in because they can offer a full time job. Mm. If you make the Premier League, you know that if you're in the Championship or League One, League Two, you're they're full time referees, awesome. so they they don't have any other job. So they have that to offer people coming in, whereas we don't. It's only part time. Then you have to work up through the junior and intermediate leagues, which can be hard. One referee in the middle of Molusk mm-hmm. um, on any game is hard. So it's hard getting them in. It's hard keeping them. Um, is it a wee bit of the abuse that comes along with it? Um, people say it's part and parcel of the game, mm-hmm. but sometimes it can go too far. So, yeah, there's numerous different... COVID is also... People yeah, have taken up golf. <laughs> Everybody has. <laughs> I love golf, no? <laughs> Super, isn't it? Do you play? I do, yeah. Well, 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 I attend golf. Oh, good, like me. <laughs> Maybe stretching it yeah. a wee bit too far. Yeah. Um, but, like, people have had a year off, a year and a half right. of different things on a Saturday. So, if they're doing something else different on a Saturday, why would they go back and get shit at it? Mm-hmm. So, there's, there's loads of different reasons why there's uh, a shortage or there's, there's not enough referees to cover games. But does it help that all our games are on a... Saturday, mm-hmm. most leagues play on a Saturday at some stage. So loads of different reasons, but all we, as long as we can stack them full of referees, then we can sort of go from there. Really, you mm-hmm. know, trying to get them. So if you ever feel like taking it up, yeah, there we go. I think he's committed. <laughs> <laughs> you get you game on Saturday. Where do you want to go? You tell me. Where are you putting me? Who's on Saturday? I'll do Glenn's Cruise. Glenn's Crusaders. There yeah. we go. That's all right. That still cost you eleven point in them. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine with me. Um, see if. See for yourself if you're getting a lot of abuse and stuff on a Saturday, and for other other referees and stuff, is there is that not difficult to leave behind? Um, it all depends on personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, I am one. Most of the time, I'm alright with it. I'm all, It doesn't bother me. It bothers my wife, my family probably more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when you see papers and you see different <clears throat> things on social media and you see different bits and pieces. Um. It wouldn't really bother me that that much, but yes, it's bound to bother some people. It does. It's like everything, like mm-hmm. getting screamed at and shouted at that often can yeah. only be able to manage so long. If you know, there has to be some sort of issue with it. It's hard to walk away and leave it, and it's okay happening one week and maybe getting over it. But when it's happening week after week yeah, after yeah, week, yeah. and at the start of the season, our season, our league didn't start until the twenty eighth of August. So right. obviously, I had a few weeks when amateur league was back and junior football was back. And I went to watch a few local games and like the abuse at times and mm-hmm. the, from everyone was was ridiculous. Not even towards the referee, but towards players, towards everyone. It's just, yeah. is it people are happy at being back at football? I don't know how to get rid of the uh, anger yeah, and frustration yeah, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden. I just want to play, but it has to get a happy medium and that's 
very yeah. serious for your podcast, but that's what no, it is. Well, now. I, it is interesting because we're like we're sponsored by well, not sponsored yep. by, but we do a wee thing for like a way and I. But I do think that's really important that like like is there support? So say if you've had a really rough time at a ground or someone else, is there a support for you? Um, there's probably not really. Uh, is there maybe not enough at times? Um, we maybe lean on other referees and lean okay. on colleagues who maybe more experienced ones or ones who maybe been there before, which probably isn't as structured as it probably should be. Um, and probably could be a wee bit better. Um, but we would probably deal with more peers and okay. ones who have actually maybe been there and done a foot before. And um, yeah, that's probably the best way we would do it. Um, everyone's been there. Everyone's had some sort of instance of, yeah. of problems with refereeing. Um, if you haven't, then there's you're lying. There's probably everyone's had some sort of reason when there's been problems. So, Peers is probably the best way at the moment, and that's how we would sort of look at it. Yeah. Do you ever get <clears throat> get abuse outside of football? Like somebody sees you out and about or something. Like or, when I met you. Uh, yeah, that day you <laughs> threw that coffee cup across the car park. I'm so raging. Didn't even pour the coffee out before you threw it. Um, at least you got your coffee on like tonight. <laughs> yeah. Or some waffles. <laughs> or is it move more, on? Is it more banter? Or? Um, I've always said I'm very open for conversation with yep. any fan and anyone that wants to talk as long as it is a conversation. Um, I probably you, you get a few things. Um, the problem then is we as referees are football fans. Um, mm. So we go and watch games. If I don't have a game on a Saturday, I'll go and watch an Irish League game or I'll go and watch a different game because that's what you like. You like to go and watch football. And sometimes there was an incident here where somebody came up, I was with the kids watching the game and I got screamed at and shouted at about the referee on the pitch. So most of the time, it's okay. I have no problem with a bit of banter. I have no problem talking to someone, um, having a conversation. Um, and to be fair, a majority of my occasions when that has happened it has been that way you do get the odd time where oh it's, it's funny because you're walking down the road and you're going and they're looking at me oh no <laughs> no <laughs> it's the waffle again no. <laughs> <laughs> no it's like it, most of the time it's alright but yeah. I'm happy that, that if yeah. people want to have a conversation like I'm not going to you know what I mean you, you, the worst thing and the worst way to start is are you that referee? And then you go, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> what referee? <laughs> then you don't know what way to say it. Do you know what I mean? Whether they're actually going to be all right and talk um, or whether it's going to be, hey, you give us that, you never give us anything. I'm not saying what's fans say, but... <laughs> we, can we can probably tell. <laughs> and you were, you were just saying there about um, you get the, if you get a game off or a weekend off or something, you go see a game. How often do you, you get off? Or? Probably not as much okay. uh, recently because of oh, COVID sorry. issues and referees and isolation periods and, and, and numerous different things. So we don't have that many off. Obviously, previous years when we had everybody well on the referee and number of games mm-hmm. on, then yes. But even if you're... Friday night games or Saturday if there is if you're doing a Friday night then you've got Saturday sometimes to go and watch if I'm allowed um, <laughs> most often than not or the other way around just Friday night go and watch a Friday night yeah. referee on a Saturday so I, I like to go and watch games and it's it's we always tell referees as well that's how you learn go and watch other people how they get on what they do you can pick up good things you can pick up things that they've done wrong that you don't want to do so it, it helps your refereeing but it's I just love you I love going to football games do you know what I mean yeah. Like I watch any football. My son supports Northampton Town in League Two. So we've been over there a couple of times to watch them. Yeah. It's like watching the Irish League. <laughs> <Different> <laughs> <accents>. <laughs> but yeah, so I just watch football. I live here. Mm-hmm. 
people have a big understanding that we don't care about it. We mm-hmm. just go home and once yeah. you go home, that's you finish. You don't care about it. You've got your pay, you've got whatever. That's not the case. When it comes to refereeing, we if there's been a contentious decision in the game, we are watching for the highlights coming up. We are yeah. looking to see yeah. is that right, is that wrong? We're sitting there waiting on it. We're waiting on the BBC highlights as much as anybody else. Mm-hmm. So the concept of us just there to collect money and move on. Yeah, there may be a few out there that do it that way, but mm-hmm. the majority of us are actually actually do care what happens yeah. and whether we've got something right or whether we haven't got something right. We've spoken a lot about obviously crowds and stuff getting on your back. What how's it different when players get on your back or how's your relationship in general with, with the players? Um <laughs> I would get on probably I would have probably quite a good I my tolerance level for players and for um how do you put it nicely, back chat. And conversations is probably quite high with players. Okay. So I would get on. Uh, listen, you're always going to have a conflict at times, and people mm-hmm. are always going to say it's not a free kick and things along those lines. But I would generally get on quite well with players. I'm not there to be anyone's best friend. I'm not there looking to see if I can get an invite to your wedding or anything like that. There, all I'm there is to say is, on a Saturday, we have to work together. So if we can work together through the game and makes my life easier, then we'll we'll do that. So yeah. my I think I'm all right with players. They'll maybe tell you different. <laughs> well you know you're shaking you're nodding your head like yeah but I've told it that we were dying at that level <laughs> launch so we were saying you were awful yeah. <laughs> that was the talk of conversation Ex- exclusive yeah. <laughs> thank goodness Andrew Var Davy isn't yeah. <laughs> I hope Var does come in my way I look really stupid <laughs> oh no I think it'll be fine but do you are there are there any players that you're like oh, like if somebody is warming up to come on and you're like oh, or somebody's playing or like are you a wee bit no, because that and if we make it more interesting, we all know and everyone knows players who are probably a bit more harder to handle and ones that like a chirp and ones that like to put themselves about. But then that's that makes it interesting. Yeah. Like I've done games and you do games. A lot of the games last year with no crowds, someone like preseason friendlies, mm, yeah. and there's no intensity. There's nobody going. Whereas the first game, Lauren and and Corey in this year, the crowd yeah. was flying in, and yeah, all of a sudden, David Laurie turned around halfway through. Did you miss the crowd? Did you miss getting abuse? And you're going, this is what makes it. So, you'd rather have players coming on who are going to, shall we say, make it interesting, make it sort of hard, not harder for you to referee, but like make it interesting. Maybe yeah. if it's if more to do. yeah, then it's instead of that there, you go and do some games in Europe as well. Be, we do do games in Europe and sometimes yeah. it's just pass, pass, pass and it's not exciting whereas a bit of the Irish League where it's a bit more physical a bit more happening then that actually is more interesting to referee that's class you are you well you texted me and you said you are in San Marino yep so does that happen off because I do remember there's a couple of times we've been like I've been at matches to be like Hungarian referees or Slovakian referees so does that happen There's quite often different things so we have four FIFA referees um, on our panel so four referees that will do European games so the likes of Europa League qualifiers Champions League qualifiers under 21s mm-hmm. um, under 17s under 19 tournaments and stuff like that so we have four referees and I'm one of those that will go and do games in Europe mm-hmm. so this summer I'm lucky enough to be in Gibraltar Montenegro and San Marino so what? far um, so you go and you're, you're, you're selected to do those games. Now, we also do exchange programs with pre-COVID, obviously, as well. Yeah, We've yeah, done yeah. exchange programs with other countries. So an exchange have been to Malta, Lithuania, Latvia. Um, we go to Wales, there's ones and stuff. So we have referees coming in, and it's all a good experience of going away and refereeing other leagues mm-hmm. because as much as the Latvian league is not as physical as our league, Quality is probably no better, but it's a bit more technical. So it gives you something yeah. else to think about when you're out there. So 
Yeah, we ruin matches in other countries as well as ruin matches <laughs> in this country. <laughs> oh dear. Well, we get some coffee and then we've got. You're gonna well, get it. The whole match. I'll text somebody to bring it, um, and then we've got a few listeners' questions. Oh, the interesting so, ones. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what we had to. Come Thanks up very with. much. I have to go. <laughs> Understandably. Hello to everyone from Aware NI. We're the depression charity for Northern Ireland and the Waffle has kindly asked us to share some information about the services that we offer. Our 25 support groups offer regular support for individuals experiencing mental health issues. We also offer a range of mental health and wellbeing programs to individuals and organisations throughout the country. And if you'd like to get involved in one of our fundraising events, then there are plenty of those to choose from. So if you need some help and support with your mental health, visit www.aware-ni.org for full details of how we can help. Thank you. And we're back. Um, Andrew Davies still with us. We've got a couple That's of questions. I know, I we got a few, a few questions from, from our social media channels, Twitter and Instagram. Yep. So I'll, I'll kick off a Twitter question here. This comes from Irish R9. Most regrettable decisions as a referee. Most regrettable decisions? Yeah. Or um, becoming a referee. Most regrettable. Um... One, you're probably the most, probably not the most sort of infamous one that I've done, regrettable, was, <laughs> came from the incident of Cam Diff <laughs> when there was a tackle on Jamie Mulgrew from Jim Irvin, and oh. it should have been a red card, but I completely didn't see it, didn't <laughs> see the fact that it was anywhere near as bad yeah. as it was, yeah. um, and then went home that night and watched it and then realised it was as bad. Yeah. But listen, it happens and there's no point in arguing. It's all about angles, it's all about how you see things. Um but on that day I did not see the tackle come in anywhere near as what it was. Does that happen then for you? Would you watch the game do you watch the whole game back? Um so last year was very good because of the um whole uh, streaming and all the games. So I'm quite sad. If I do a game, I will probably watch most of it, if not all of it, back just to make sure that I'm happy enough and everything's went well. So it's quite hard to sleep, actually, if you come back after a night game. Mm. So I would sit and watch a full rerun of the game to make sure that I have Pass. won, not swore again, in the middle <laughs> of the game. And, and two, got all the decisions in my head quite right. Um, like I said before, we actually do care. So I'm quite sad that I actually will go and watch the game back and, and look through it and make sure. You remember, especially you will remember... Mm. minutes or when there was something contentious or there was something that happened and you will go back maybe to watch those but yeah I watch the games back so regrettable decision is probably the fact thankfully that cup final probably didn't have an outcome on the game and it didn't really well did it really affect it so did Lin- Linfield went on to win it they went on yeah. to win and they would have had 11 against 10 yeah. Jim Irvin's tackle Jim still says it didn't hit him that high look at the footage it did hit him <laughs> high um, but it didn't have an, outfa- an, an, an impact on the game, in my yeah. eyes. So it's, for me, we'd love to get everything right 100% of the time. But with the pace of games going, everything's changing, then things are harder to, to, to see. So, yeah, unfortunately, that was probably the one that I got wrong. And I have no problems holding my hand up to say I got one decision wrong. One in 15 years isn't too bad. Yeah, that's Other than whenever you decided to come here. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm not realising that's two in 15 years. <laughs> Um, this is a question from Mehi or something. Uh, or something. What, I don't know. <laughs> it's quite a long handle. What's the funniest thing uh, you've ever heard from the terraces or supporter? A lot of people wanted to know that. The funniest thing? Yeah. Um, 
I will maybe not the funniest thing I've heard. One of the funniest things I've probably seen was there was um at Dungannon. I remember there was a man giving a bit of uh, abuse uh, quite a lot, um, leaning over the side of the wall <laughs> and on the far side of Dungannon as uh, the ball was then pumped from the goalkeeper. And he obviously wasn't watching the ball, but everybody else was as the ball came down and hit him on the head. <laughs> um, after giving me a lot of abuse, um, me laughing at him then after that probably didn't help his anger. Yeah. Um, so that's probably the funniest thing I've seen. Um, it's hard. You get a lot of the same abuse. Mm. Uh, I think we talked about that as well. Yeah, but yeah. you get a lot of the same things being said at you. Um, a lot of the same stuff being and shouted. So it's. I'm happy enough if you can come up and the um, lovely listeners could come up with something. Yeah, something original. Original. Um, okay. for the next game. Um, <laughs> not too abusive, but something that might be original. Yeah. Um, than okay. usual. Sounds like a challenge. Yeah. Then, uh, <laughs> then we'll come back in a couple of weeks and we'll see what it is. <laughs> oh, we good. There we go. So fast. This could be. Oh, 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 okay. Weekly. My fee will have to go up if it's going to be <laughs> weekly. We'll need a dining Might get waffles and a coffee next time. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, this one's from Ford FC, sorry. Uh, be interested to know the fitness regime for refs, um, given the increase in full-time players. Do refs need to be going full-time? Um, I would say sort of talk about the full-time stuff. Uh, full-time for us referees would be great. The problem being is who pays for it and how we get there. So that's probably not going to happen in the near future. Um, yeah, we have a fitness coach who we yeah. will... Uh, we have polar watches, so we have to download... Um, three sessions a week and a game so you must do you meant to be broke down into certain sessions high intensity speed sessions and you know, the stuff you just don't normally do <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so we break down into sessions so we have to do so many sessions a week and then we have to download those once a week and then it has to be and to be fair yes we probably there's a few older heads and a few ones in the refereeing game that maybe don't want to move forward as much as we need to. But with the progression in the league, mm-hmm. we need to move and continue to move forward. Which remember talked about VAR as well, things like that. Yeah. So we need as referees need to continuously move forward because we've now three, four teams maybe that are full time and then and the way they're getting on, we need to sort of up the game and sort of stay with them. So yeah, yeah no, it is something. Obviously, we do our fitness tests, so we do four fitness tests a year. Um, we do sorry three fitness tests. We do two, uh, endurance ones, seventy five meter runs, twenty five meter walks, not in the technicalities, but you do one of those, and then you do a yo yo test at least once a year as well. Okay. So we have to do those. You must pass those and things. So it's like contrary to belief, mm-hmm. it is not just turn up on a Saturday yeah. and lift your <laughs> your money it. and walk away. Unfortunately, we have um other things to do during the week That's as good well. Though. Is it good? Well. People are watching going, he doesn't do any of it anyway, it doesn't matter, he's always wrecked, that's all he always gets, he's always wrecked, I just, yeah, uh, Roman's not my forte. <laughs> got quite an interesting question here from Ashley Statsman. It'd be good to have one interesting one. It's, <laughs> it's commonly mentioned that the smaller clubs get less decisions against the bigger clubs. How do you make sure to stay impartial even against a bang mob of the bigger club supporters? See, you don't, once the game starts, you don't listen to supporters, you don't hear anything. So you can have as many from one side as you do the other. Once the game, you're so engrossed in the game that you don't pay attention to anything else. And this thing, we're a small club, we don't get anything. That annoys me because if it's a foul, it's a foul. It's nothing a big club, small club. And we get that all the time. And I remember, you always get that and you always get players as well from the so-called smaller clubs, we get nothing, we get this, we don't get in. <laughs> and it's just that, no, that's not the case. Listen, we are as impartial 
as much as it, it can be. Um, I did see at one stage I'd signed a contract for Linfield. Um, Congratulations. Well, <laughs> if I had got the sign off, it would be all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are not, we are in par. So we are a small nation and we are a small country. So yes, they may have been in the past some allegiances to clubs or you may have went to a few games for a certain team. But nobody supports anyone. Nobody really gets involved in that. We're not um, against uh, the small clubs of this nation. Um, if anything, um, we are them. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Another exclusive there for Wattle. <laughs> no, um, no, we're, we're totally impartial and, and fans are, or numbers of fans doesn't really get into it. Yeah. Um, I like this question. Uh, Unofficial Glands asks, what's the best and worst thing about being an Irish League referee? <sighs> the best thing is being involved in the good games. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, you've got, I done the Irish Cup final last year and it's probably not the Irish Cup final you want whenever there's a small numbers and it's not at the National Football Stadium but it's still whenever I come in the refereeing I never thought that I would be um, refereeing in Windsor uh, refereeing the Big 2 in Boxing Day refereeing the North Belfast in Boxing Day um, refereeing the Irish Cup final I came in just thinking that it was just junior football that's I never really followed Irish League I had no interest in the Irish League whenever I started refereeing I didn't know names I wouldn't, couldn't have told you anyone um, so being involved and you want to be involved in the big games um, is what everyone wants to play in an Irish Cup final everyone who's playing there wants to play in it so the refereeing is the, the next yeah, yeah. sadly is the next best thing that I, I never want to play in it yeah. so um, that's what you're looking for so that's the best thing is being involved in the big games and that's what you want um, the worst thing is um, the worst thing probably the worst thing the worst thing is probably getting the decision wrong <laughs> and the Sunday papers afterwards um <laughs> at the moment I don't really have a worst thing yeah at the end of the day we get a lot of stick and we get a lot of that and like I said if it's banter it, it, it's on conversation it's okay yeah. but at the moment I don't really have any worst things about being a referee um, maybe just the whole COVID thing and not having the whole aspect of a, of a match day is probably the worst thing but I, I don't know. quite sad I, 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 I love refereeing well that, you can tell <laughs> <laughs> the right thing there. <laughs> I'm in the right job yeah. refereeing and yeah. I'm sorry so I've obviously done alright yeah I've got, I've got a bit of a random question here for you. It comes from Mark McQuiggan. says, what's your go-to takeaway? Any recommendations? Go-to takeaway? Um, go-to takeaway at the moment. Uh, are you allowed to advertise on this? Uh, well, it doesn't matter because nobody really... Nobody <laughs> okay, okay, that's right. That's right. So It'll just be you. Feel free, <laughs> feel free to advertise your favourite. I must actually get this out there and say, Tuck Tuck and Banger and Gravity, it's like a... Asian um, Thai type of um, Vietnamese I think it is oh, been. you've been there yeah. and there's one in, in Newton Arts yeah and there's, yeah, and there's one in Bangor yeah. yeah so they do take away that was what our uh, <laughs> this is quite sad when you're talking about it <laughs> it was the quite it was the only place that was really doing takeaways during Covid so it was like a race to try and make sure you got your, your order in for Saturday night because you could only do so much um, so that has become the, the probably go to takeaway is the uh, is the tuk tuk um, so uh, if anyone's listening from Tuk Tuk and want to hit me up with a few vouchers um, give your address like, um, and then yeah my address <laughs> <laughs> so you can put it on when you bring the phone number on you put all the details on <laughs> um, Grant Campbell wants to know do you have any pre-match rituals other than tuk- having a wee Tuk Tuk no, no, not pre-match <laughs> not pre-match um, I was always one to say no I did not have pre-match wrestles and how stupid people have pre-match wrestles and, and you should never do it like that but I probably do mm-hmm. um, 
depending on the ground, I normally stop probably in the same place for a coffee. Um, if I'm driving down by myself, I'll always stop in the same place. I'll get a coffee on the way down. Um, we do instructions as a referee, not instructions, but we do like what we expect from the assistant and fourth official and stuff. And on every pitch, I will always do it on the same place on each pitch depending on where it is there's, there's, a, there's one bit on each pitch where I'll always but we have to walk the ground to make sure the pitch is playable markings and stuff and we'll do that before we arrive so whenever I arrive I'll always go to one place and that's where I'll do my talk um, other rituals <laughs> the only other one that I've got into at the moment is I like music in the changing room I like just music playing just whatever whoever's there oh, the waffle theme tune uh, the waffle theme tune <laughs> remember the one I said <laughs> to send me disappointed it didn't hear when we started you just love to disappoint oh, so. I've been full of disappointments <laughs> yep um, the one thing I do before I go out is I have one song to put on okay Barbie no I'm not <laughs> um, welcome to the jungle Love that. By uh, Guns N' Roses, isn't okay. it? That. Yeah, that yeah. is the song that I will put on before I leave the changing room. That's class. Because so you're going into the jungle. Yeah, unless it was on time, so it would be easier. <laughs> easier to get out instead of walking out of CD, you know, underneath of everyone's shit now. Um, no, that's the sort of thing. The coffee, the, the, uh, the um, place on the pitch is probably one thing, and then the, the one song just before we go out. That's class. Um, and that's probably the most of them, yeah. And at the end of the game, do you have something similar just jump in the shower and then head all um, on well things have changed so we get assessed so um, we have a, somebody who comes along at each game and tells us how bad we every beat. game every Premier League game oh right okay so we have an assessor who comes to every Premier League game so previously again we were talking pre-Covid that assessor would come into the, ground, into the change room after the game and they would go through the game what happens contentious decisions what you've done well so there's different criteria personality application of law different things that they will rate you on so they will come in they used to come in um, and change so the some clubs can't name them all but some clubs um, will will supply a bit of food after a game a bit of pizza or a few things and stuff Uh, you get your shower and then they would have the debrief from the assessor um, now Zoom like everything else it's taken over the world so it's maybe a Zoom call or something like that on the Saturday evening uh, it depends sometimes it depends okay. on where it is and some people have to travel different places and plan so it could be Saturday Sunday Monday Okay. Um, but we will do then the debrief um, and what you're waiting for is fingers crossed the one BBC camera on the halfway line hasn't picked up the fact that I got that penalty kick wrong <laughs> at that end of the ground where's, where's, where's the camera did it pick it up did it pick it up no it didn't yes no um so we do debrief. So yeah. after the game, there's probably not as many sort of things. It's just uh, home, top, top, bed. Nice. <laughs> That's class. We've got some Instagram questions too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, Derek McManus wants to know, what's the most entertaining match you've ever read? Most entertaining game um, in recent times was here, and then sort of towards the end of last season, which was Linfield Corian, which was a... TV game of some description, BBC or Sky, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, there was two red cards, I think, and there was yeah. everything in it. There was quite a thing. So I just remember that was probably, when you say entertaining, it's probably, if I look at it, it was probably the fans and Korean and Liffey might <laughs> beg to differ. Yeah. But it was probably one of what I would consider as my best games as a referee. And it went everything to plan, everything was done right. But it was in the end, there was a lot of stuff happening. Um, and if you go back maybe to two or three years, the it's one of the games was Limfield, no Lauren and Coleraine. They had a couple of Irish Cup games. I think Lauren was still in the championship yeah, at the time. Yeah, yeah. And it was lashing down out of the heavens, and it was a Friday night. Um, Lauren Coleraine. Three two. 
was it uh, was it even more than that? It might have been about three, two, maybe four, three or something like that. But it was, I think, extra time as well. Uh, it was a good game. So it's, we all love to be involved in the 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 big good games. But yeah, it's they're, they're two spring to mind. The one that Corey and Limpid uh, last year was was one of the not being big headed, one of my best ones. <laughs> <laughs> but again, Corey and fans will probably go back and go, no, it definitely wasn't big up Here's a uh, here's a question you'll like. From Michael Michael Leahy, Leahy, I think it is. Um, advice opportunities for young refs. There actually were a few people asking. Listen, um, for young referees, there is so much potential within the Irish League. So much. So, um, if they haven't been put off from listening to you, <laughs> thanks very much. Because <laughs> you said there was I'm getting, I'm getting fired tomorrow, or my job just gone. No, I meant because you said. Sorry, bosses. You got a lot of grief. Oh, okay, I mean, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not, okay. Not yeah. because of you. I, I understand. Backtrack, backtrack. Yeah. Um, Where's the coffee? <laughs> right, time's up. Lights off. Um, there's so much potential for referees. Like, like younger ones have so much that uh, if they want to get into it and get involved, there's so much potential. So we have a referee who went on the FIFA panel, was probably the youngest referee on the FIFA panel um, in Europe, which was 25 years of age. Um, so we have progressions and we do have, we're a very small nation, but we have four FIFA referees, four referees who will represent the country in, in Europe. Um, who've all been away this summer um, and done games in Europa League in Class. Champions League qualifiers in um, A international friendlies but I was over with Ian doing uh, Wales and Mexico in an international friendly so Class. it's not just at the start it is hard getting through the first wee, the bits and there's no harm there's people here to talk to we're here in the IFA there's, there's everyone to talk to to get you through those first few stages of junior intermediate and and the abuse and anything else that may come with it and, and any advice that's, that's needed. Um, but stick at it. If anyone does get into it and, and wants to progress, there is opportunities galore for, mm. for young referees. Um, even even we do exchange programmes at like junior level and intermediate level with like English FA where we can send referees over to referee in like English um, uh, Liverpool direction and things like that there. So opportunities are massive mm-hmm. um, anyone that wants to get into it um, <laughs> give me a ring you can put the number on <laughs> yeah. um, no the opportunities are massive um, but how, how would people get involved like, um, Irish FA website okay. if you go on to www.irishfarefereeing.com class that is the beginners courses for referees um, so that is where to get started and how you would get the, the, the ball rolling but I can't, I can't emphasize enough the potential and the opportunities are, are massive mm-hmm. um, our senior panel if you look at it is probably aging um, it's probably getting to the stage where there needs to be a few changes so there's opportunities galore even for yourselves if you want do you think so how do you think uh, we, we would do <laughs> <laughs> I think John would cry immediately I agree I don't think I get humbled I had the power to get to my head I'd send everyone off how you think that, but then you have to do reports. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> Actually, so you would have to justify it? Not justify it, but for a red card, don't, don't say, this is not the reason why I don't give red cards, by the way, so in case anyone Another, another exclusive. <laughs> another exclusive. <laughs> um, to put my foot in it again. Um, no, so we have to do reports. So for a red card, you have to write a description of what happened. Um, so yellow card, we just take a box and just say yes, right. but a red card, you have to put a description in. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't get around to know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
Don't go there, don't go there. I've got a, I've got a double question for you here. One part, one part is from Niffle News, and it's how do you handle players in the pitch? And the second part's from Matt Holm, and it's the funniest thing a player said to you. Um, funniest thing a player said. So how do you handle the players in the pitch? I am very open to conversation and open to talking. Um... I would be very much a man management. So we've always been told now, especially man management, the management of the game is massive and is a big thing. So I will be very much, if I can get away without caution and red card, and if I can manage things, then I will do. So being able to listen is a good one, but also knowing when to speak and also the, the, the not stop it, but to stop the, the conversation is, is a good thing. Sometimes it's good to shut up. Um, as a referee um, funniest thing a player has said I don't know about that one because we say players aren't that smart but um, <laughs> then that would look bad as well wouldn't it um, exclusive <laughs> full of exclusives now aren't we? funniest thing a player has said I don't know I'll have to come back on that one yeah, um, it's probably been a few there is quite a few <laughs> things that I probably can't say right now and things that are, <laughs> I would have to be careful on what is said but sometimes you just get silly comments. Mm. Like it's just, it's it, a lot of them don't realize that what they're saying, and then they say things, and uh, yeah, I wouldn't have anything off the top of my head. Um, do you bring? Is it your own kit, or is that like how does that? No, work? we have a kit man that brings this. Yeah, you sound like Peter Crouch. If you listen to Peter Crouch podcast, he said the same thing. The Mike oh. Dean. Did he? I don't know. Oh, no. okay. Nah, no, there's other team. better podcasts out there. Um, <laughs> this is the lowest of the um, No, we we bring everything. So right, okay. but is it so it stays here or something? No, we get obviously at the top level. We are now um, Macron, so we wear oh, Macron yeah. kit. Um, we have Macron, so we all get supplied with Macron training gear, Macron tops, Macron everything else. So we bring that ourselves. Hence tonight. Hence the uh, Macron tonight. <laughs> <laughs> looks well doesn't yeah, it yeah, yeah. Yeah, like um, so we get we get we get that so we have to bring that with us but then we also have electronic flags which are supplied for us which we have to bring we then have our communication systems which are the earpieces and stuff which we must charge sometimes every day <laughs> and bring with us so we bring everything yeah so players walk in with a pair of boots and yeah. their fancy wee wash bag under their uh, arm <laughs> with uh, nothing else to do yet I walk in with um, a massive big bag and Flags and comms and, and everything. So we don't have a kit man, unfortunately. Okay. We have to supply everything ourselves. Um, there was a few people, Adam Buick asked it, but there's a few other people who were liking it. Um, Post-match interviews with refs. So like after the game, you giving your thoughts to BBC or giving your thoughts to, to somebody? I am all for it. We actually at one stage went and done a wee bit of media training on, on what we should be doing and what we should be doing. We should probably go for some media training. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to wait until afterwards to put you in contact with a fella that done us. Um, so, no, we did go and that was promoted at one stage. Um, the problem being is we're only sought for conversation if something's went wrong. Yeah. So that's, in my eyes, is wrong as well. So if we get something right and we do something that is correct, then it should be as much to publicise the correct things as it is, shall we say, the wrong things. So it has to be a happy medium. It can't just be every time there's a perceived wrong idea or a wrong decision given, get the referee in and get him talking. Mm-hmm. The, the problem being is as well, should after a game is, we have a picture in our head that's when, what this happens. So we have an idea, I've seen this happen, I've seen this tackle, I've seen this happening. And in my head, that's what I see. So until I go and watch it again, or see it on a screen, 
sometimes a phone isn't the greatest to watch it on. Mm -hmm. But if I go and watch it at home on TV, I can then look and go, yeah, they get it, that's what I've seen. Or, no, this is what happened and it wasn't. So we have to have that opportunity to actually see they said decision back before we can give a comment on it. Yeah. Because I can go out and say, yes, I've seen this, I've seen that. But then they're just going, no, it's not, it's completely wrong. I am all for it, and I'm all for open conversations with managers as well after games. We always get that, but it has to be a two-way thing. It has to be a thing that we always get, you'll come and apologise. If we get something wrong, you should come and apologise. But there's no apology if we do turn out to get something right from yeah. them. So it has to be a two-way thing. I'm all for, if needs be, to have some sort of conversation with, with proper media people. So not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the media or with anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... But it's to promote as well we need to promote what yeah. the laws of the game promote yeah. refereeing we need to have promotion of, if we are able to promote the laws then more people should understand them and then if we do do something then we might not get as much abuse yeah yeah but we probably will um, but if we can promote it as much as much media stuff and as much um, conversation that we can get out there to say that we are human we are um, not just mercenaries out for the money it's a human aspect of it then yes we can do that so I'm all for a bit of post-match as long as it's not uh, this Saturday when I've done something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> is that pretty much all the questions? I think we covered them all. Um, Andrew, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. This has been, it's been great. I don't know how it's been for you. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> great is the word I would use. <laughs> Rather taxing. Where are you at on Saturday? Um, I think I'm at Ben Avon versus Infield okay, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, so I think I've just been told that. So yeah. That is where I'm meant to be. That's so. exclusive then, again. Another exclusive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Say they're full of exclusives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anymore, anymore. Um, yeah. Three red cards on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> All for who? <laughs> <laughs> Since I signed for Olympic. No, no, no. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm meant to be. I'm sorry, so we'll, we'll see. So, okay. um, yeah, thank you very much for having me. Thank you. All thank the best you. for the rest of the season. Uh, yes, and I will hopefully speak soon. <laughs> Next I week. So. Yeah, <laughs> every week. <laughs> Just take over from us. <laughs>